Welcome to the Beauty Formula, where we go behind the scenes with skincare formulators and beauty innovators. We're switching things up a little bit today, and my name is Mandy Davis, and I am going to be the one asking the questions. I am going to be interviewing Courtney from Harbin House. Well, so... (laughs) Like I said, I've got I've got to come into yes. behind the scenes and see where all the <laughs> magic happens. Today is my first day in the office, and it's just so much fun. So, kind of take mm-hmm. us through like a day in the life at Harbin House. Obviously, you are like the owner; mm-hmm. that's your role. But what else do you do? What's your favorite role at Harbin House? What does a day look like from start to finish? So, I mean, the best part about what I love about my job is like there's no one day is the same, and like. It can completely vary depending on my mood. <laughs> I no. Be, I, I could be hardcore analytics. I could be inventory. I could be social media. I can be coming up with a project or a promotion. Um, I really love doing, coming up with like the different promotions and then like working with the vendors, like getting it to happen, putting it out there, seeing if it worked, didn't work, like getting feedback on it. Like I really, I really like the numbers of like, how did this perform versus this? Do people like this instead of this? And coming up with new ideas. And, you know, the other part of all of these vendors is they all have like different discounting rules. And so it's hard to get around some time, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, some of them even been like, you can't offer uh, anything free when you order our product. And I'm like, okay. Which during a promotion, it's got to be hard when you're doing like a gift with purchase. It's so difficult. So, and then sometimes you can't discount them or you can discount it, but you only can discount this much and or you can only discount it if it's in an email and on the site. So, you know, I don't like all those regulations on me, but it almost makes it like a puzzle that I have to like come up with a promotion that like can fit each one of these things and still like not be too complicated. And I mean, the other thing is sometimes customers don't like that we're really vague on our discounts. Like, we'll say exclude some brands. Right. And then I'm like, but you don't understand. If I list the brands that are excluded, then they're going to be like, well, we weren't on the exclusions. And then so technically you're saying it is 20% off of this. So, I mean, it's more of a marketing type thing. Like, if we could just say it excludes this, this, and this, then we would say it, obviously. It's not like a marketing ploy to, like, get people to buy more. Put your stuff in the cart and then just see if it works. Exactly. (laughs) It's more of, like, a you have to – we have to do this so that you can get a better deal on this product. Right. So, I mean, I love that. And um, But a day in the life, I mean, I love seeing the orders for the day. I actually like going in and, like, printing out all the orders for the day. And I like – because it helps me see what people are buying and doing it. So I usually will come in – um, sometimes, I mean, it's probably 50-50. Sometimes Serena does it, and sometimes I do it. I'll come in, and I'll get here early, print out all the orders before the rest of the staff gets here, put them in piles for them with a different pick list, and get it all sorted out for them. And then um, and then I'll go and work on whatever else to do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ordering, a lot of inventorying, a lot of calls with reps, a lot of social media stuff, promoting um, I usually will schedule two days a week where I'm booked out for the whole day with meetings, virtual meetings okay. or in-person meetings, and I'll do all of my rep calls and planning and stuff like that. So, like, I just did it last week. They are able to tell us, like, the gratis product they're going to give us. 
the upcoming promotions, all of that kind of stuff. So then we can help start planning out our promotions. Okay. Um, then you saw our photography room. Yes. And so we'll do, I'll take some photos for Instagram, usually on like Monday, Tuesday, and try to get like some post plan lined up. Been really bad about that lately. Um, but, you know, even with the social media stuff, like some sometimes I'll like try to like do it all up front and like have it for the week or whatever. But 99% of the time, I don't end up liking any of the things right. I plan. Right. So usually when I post something, it's like happened like that second. Like I've taken the photo at that moment. Right. And I know that's not the best way to do it, but I'm like, it couldn't be more like real well, life. Organic and yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like it's real life. Like this is me right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Take not, it or leave it. Okay. Yeah. This is it. And so um, Serena actually has been doing a lot of graphic design courses and she's gotten really good at it now. So we'll come up with promotions. She actually, she's worked for me now for over five years mm-hmm. and she does all of the graphics. And so I'll help her like come up with promotions, the wording of it emails that we'll send out, um, social media posts associated with it. And then we do a ton of like ordering of the products, inventorying the products. Um, and so, I mean, really we probably order, we order from at least one brand every day. Wow. And as soon as I feel like I've got <laughs> got it all up, the speed, you need to then I have do someone it again. come in and say, we're out of this. And I'm like, I just <laughs> ordered it, <laughs> which is a good problem to have. But I'm like, do we have any pending order? Do I need to get it overnighted? And I mean, you I know, know how you need I am. To, I wish that they had like inventory systems had this big like alarm system that would go off on your computer like when you got down to like a certain number and it would be like well we're almost out we're almost out it kind of does so actually we just started this back up there's a finale finale is like the system we use and they will send out emails when you get under par levels of something but the problem is the system is so complicated we like you have to go in and put those par levels on each one so like we had it for a while but we had like 12 of some things and we're like we really don't need to know when we're under 12 exactly. or something because that one doesn't sell. Like in some of them, we need to know when we're under a hundred of them. So, I mean, it just, it's a lot of work and we just got to get it better streamlined. <laughs> it's well, always a it's, work in it's progress. It's like you said, it's, it's growing pains and it's figuring it out because you don't know how to get something really right until you mess it up. I feel yeah. Like, so. But I mean, we've grown and th- thankfully I'm very blessed. We've grown so fast. I mean, this time last year I was, Printing the orders, doing a lot of the orders myself, right? Doing all the inventory myself, doing all the ordering and all the calls, and running Beliza, and so that shows you. Like now, I have like an inventory person, and I have several packers and right. you know social media. So I mean, it's all just figuring it out as you go. And like I said, I learn everything the hard way. <laughs> That's okay. You're learning. <laughs> so I think one of the new growing, not necessarily pain, because it seems to be doing well for you, is this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I know, has is it even like a year old yet? When no. did you start? We, so we, tell us how that came about and why you decided to start it. And, yeah. So my January 2020 goals, like everybody had and didn't know it was going to be a crazy year. Um, I had, I wanted to double my Instagram following. Mm-hmm. I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to start a charity. I had one planned. And then there was one more thing. Anyways, I feel really bad because I accomplished all of them except for the charity. It's still in the works. But that's another story. But <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen, okay? But um, like it was kind of just like in the back burner. Like, oh, that would be great. Like I'd want to do it. But then I was, you know, I get like insecure almost. Like, well, what if it's not good? Like what if nobody likes it? What if nobody wants to come on? Like, 
And then there's also like, how do I start it? Like, right. I don't know what to do. Do I go buy some microphones? Do I go buy the best podcast kit out there? Like, do I edit the audio? Like, I don't even know how to work any right. of it. So um, whenever COVID hit and the quarantine, and then I saw that all of these big, you know, skincare formulators and brands and stuff were doing all these virtual different things, right. rooms. And, you know, I realized like I had a captive audience. Not only did I have a captive audience, but I had access to these people I normally would not have access to. And so I was like, I've got to get this started. So I reached out to the University of Texas as just like a whim. Been right. Like, hey, I want to start a podcast. How can you? How can I do it? Right. <laughs> they sent me Lydia, who's sitting here, <laughs> and um, she helped me get everything started. She does all of the audio producing and everything. And then I was going to interview um, Jan Marini had just done like a Zoom for some of our customers. Mm-hmm. I had just started carrying her line, and I was like so infatuated with her. And I asked her rep, I was like, "Do you think she would do my be my first guest on my podcast?" And Basically, the rep said no. <laughs> and, uh, but she said it in a nice way. She's like, I mean, she's really busy. Like, I don't know if she, you know, right. do this. And I'm like, and at that time, I didn't really care if anybody said no because I was expecting to hear no. I was right. just like, what's the worst thing you can say? No. And so I remember it was a Friday night. I was like in the bathtub and she texted me and was like, she can do it on Tuesday. And I, I mean, I didn't have a microphone. Oh, I didn't no. have a, really a space. It was this, this so room like was a, like a, a big one and a half business days to figure it all out. And she's like, <laughs> she wants the questions by tomorrow. So, anyways, I went ahead and did it, and I complete. I tried to just run before I even walked, and I was like, we're gonna do videos since it's Jan Marini, and we're gonna do this. And I remember we did a pre call the day before, and I was so nervous, and she was just like so calming and nice. Yeah, and I felt so confident going into it. And then when we did the video, like, she's very, like, striking, Mm -hmm. beautiful. And, like, I was just, like, terrible. I mean, I was just terrified, and I did terrible. You didn't do terrible. I remember you telling me you thought you did terrible, and I listened to it. I'm like, it's not terrible. That's Lydia. I told Lydia, I was like, take out every, oh, great. Oh, goodness. Like, I couldn't even listen back to it. Like, it, and it was, like, the worst it got the worse it got. Right. Like, it's like once I went down that rabbit it's hole, like I downhill. could not come out. And I mean, I had a list of questions I had sent her of what right. I was going to ask. I didn't ask one. <laughs> I didn't ask. I asked her about like the FDA coming into her labs. I mean, like stuff you <laughs> never, ever <laughs> ask somebody. Like nobody wants to answer that. Like <sighs> I will never forget one of the most mortifying moments of my entire life is she, I could tell she felt bad for me right. on the thing. Like she knew, we both knew it wasn't going well. And I mean, this went on for two hours, like <laughs> an hour and a half at least. And she, I was like asking her about her background and she like shared personal information she's never shared before. Mm-hmm. And she said that like, she grew up in like a dilapidated house and like her slept under her brother's crib in a hallway. Wow. And like was poverty of poverty. And I was so excited and like, just like honored that she shared that with right. me and I froze and I said, wow, that's great. Oh, no. <laughs> that is great. Wow. Thank you. That is great. And I mean, Oh, oh my goodness. I was like, can I reach? I was just like, I mean, at that point I, there was no, there was no turning it around. Like that was, <laughs> that, that was it. And I was like, and then, I mean, I didn't ask her any of the questions. And so we got off 
and I couldn't even get off out of my chair. I was like frozen. I was like, and then I didn't even want to like go out and go up to the front and tell everybody like how bad it went. Like I was just like mortified and like I was so excited about it. I was just like disappointed that it didn't go well. And then I get a call like before I even got out of my chair and they were like, this is Katie Jan's assistant. Jan would like to speak with you. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, no. And I was like, she's going to tell me to it's scratch like the whole thing. you're getting the principal's office. <laughs> I was like, she's going to be like, why didn't you ask me the question? Right. Stick to the script. And I was like, okay. And so she's like, gets on. And she's like, Courtney, how do you think that went? And I was like, I was like, look, Jan, I am sorry. Like, I blew it. Like, I it started going bad and I just couldn't turn it around. <laughs> and I was like, I'll be able to use it. I'll, I'll do voiceover. And she's like, don't be so hard on yourself. She was like, it was your first time. I thought it was great. I thought it was fun. And I mean, she called so nice. me just to like make me feel better. Right. So I didn't like go hide in a hole for the rest of my well, life. Well, I never do another podcast. I would, honest, honest to God, I would have never done another right. podcast. I would have scratched the whole thing because I was like that, like, I was like, I'm not cut out for this. Like everyone's got their forte. This isn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, it's just going to come with practice. And she's like, if you need me to, you know, say anything else, I would, I'm more than happy to do that. Like, I mean, she was so nice. But I went home and I sat on my couch with my kids and I cried <laughs> for like a solid hour. Even my husband was like, Courtney, it's going to be fine. I was like, you don't know. <laughs> so like, you weren't there. I'm terrible. I embarrassed myself. Like, I'm not even going to use it. And I was just mortified. And... And then, like, we made it work. I scheduled more guests. I was more prepared. And I realized, like, what I did that I didn't like, which I was like, when I feel like someone's listening to me or a lot of people are going to hear it, mm-hmm. I get in my head. Like, I try to act too professional and right. like, it doesn't come off well. Right. Because the whole reason I started it is I was like, I have all these amazing conversations with these people. And I'm like, if I could share this, it would be so great. Right. But I'm like, when I talk to them, just like them and I, we have a great conversation and it's really interesting. But when I try to be like, now, thank you for coming right, on. Right, exactly. How did you make, like, so I'm like, you know what? We can edit out if it's too casual. <laughs> and I'm just going to be myself. Well, I think it's like with anything else. Like, practice makes progress. You know, you're going to get better as you do that. Exactly. And, and, and I'm like, I don't have to be super professional. Like, right. I'm just going to be me. And it doesn't have to be the most professional podcast no. in the air. And that's I'm not like, why people listen to podcasts. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna ask the questions that I would want to ask, I would normally ask. And, you know, and I think it's been a lot more receptive than trying to be too clinical about the whole yeah. thing. So well, I I mean, I love listening to Well, thank them. you. But yeah, we took a little hiatus over Christmas because with Black Friday and everything, it was just it was just too much. And yeah. I was like, I don't wanna have to force something. I wanna do it and I want it to be authentic right. and real. So we took a little hiatus, but now we have about four of them scheduled. So I'm really, I mean, it's my favorite part of it. So I'm really excited That's to awesome. get back and do it. Yay. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back into skincare. Okay. Skincare, skincare. I had so many, you know, when I posted um, and said, what do you wanna hear about from Courtney? Like, yeah. what are your questions? Of course, all of them were based around skincare um, and products and what are your favorites. So if you had to, and people ask me this all the time, and I'm like, that is like picking my favorite child. <laughs> I don't, I just don't now every day. I probably could tell say, you which one sometimes. my favorite is. <laughs> but if you could choose one skincare product that was your favorite, what would it be and why? Um, I mean... So in the morning, I mix a couple things together, mm-hmm. and it's, like, my favorite thing to apply. I've done it for a long time, and it's, like, my absolute favorite. So I take two drops. Of the, I put it on face, neck, and chest. So I use two drops of the tooth treatments, yep. C-serum, uh, a pump of the Sente Dermal Contour Press Serum, 
and then um, the truth treatments, hyaluronic, and then it's a mist. And I mix that all together and I put it all over. And I feel like immediately, like I can, the light like starts to like glow on my face. And like, I feel like it gives me the best bang for my buck. And that's the trifecta, right? Is it like? It's the trifecta, but I add in the um, Sente Dermal okay. Press to it. Because I use the trifecta in the morning too. Yeah. And I love it. And that, I mean, that's like revisions in Teleshade. I've been using that in the Intelshade mat. I've literally been using that for 12 years and it's my favorite sunscreen and they've reformulated it like five times and every time it just gets better. And right. I mean, so, I mean, that's like been my most long-term one, but those are the ones that's like everything serums might change, you know, the growth factor I use might change, all the other things might change, but those will never change. Okay. I get that. Like, and, <laughs> and that, I mean, I think that speaks to revision too when you said uh, they've reformulated like five times and every time it gets better because I don't necessarily, I know in makeup when they reformulate things, almost always it's worse. And I'm like, you're reformulating a product that was not broke. Yeah. It's like, it's- it was a cult <laughs> classic. There's been a couple that were reformulated last year that I can think of that were some of my favorite products. And then they just screwed them up like big time. And I'm like, I don't understand. So to say, to, to have... Somebody that's been using something for 12 years say that every time it's reformulated, it gets better is saying something. Oh, so yeah. That's- and, I mean, that's how it is with a lot of things. It's like if it's not work, don't fix it. But, I mean, what I like about revisions is they've always kind of been on the lower price point because they manufacture their own products. Mm-hmm. But also they have Tatiana, which is, like, I guess one of the ones in the world that's actually, like, a cosmetic chemist formulator. Like, she has, okay. like, and don't quote me on that term. Right, but right. She's got something that only like four people in the world have. And instead of like coming out with it, like they just did it with the prebiotics. So they did a lot of research on how prebiotics help the skin and everything. So instead of coming out with another serum that has the prebiotics right. in it, they put the prebiotics in all in their DEJ line. So like okay. all of their existing products, they didn't change the price point. They didn't change anything. They just, they just added reformulated it. it and added it in there. And I, lo- I love that because you don't want to add in another step. You right. don't want to add in another serum just to get this one ingredient. Right. So, And they're constantly reformulating it. I mean, like their Nectifirm. Which has, is my favorite neck cream, by the way. Do you and use have, the regular or the advanced? I use the advanced. Yeah. I have tried so many neck creams, newer ones from brands that I absolutely love. And I always go back to the Nectifirm. I just opened a new one like two days ago because yeah. it's the one that I actually see Results, results from. yeah, and I mean their regular Nectifirm was like one of their first products. It's like on the, I mean it's been on the market for like fifteen years, yeah, and they reformulated it so many times, it like was becoming not Nectifirm anymore, right? <laughs> so, and they didn't want to keep raising the price and stuff, so they came out with the advanced version. So now you can have like you know the pot, like the Nectifirm or the Nectifirm Advanced, and. You know, I mean, I think before they got, came out with the advance, the old Nectarform had been reformulated like seven times, never changed the price, yeah. like at all just kept it the same. And, you know, I feel like that's, again, putting, you know, like not taking money away. Well, that's for, the thing, because they could have easily come out with a prebiotic serum. Yeah. And, and everybody sold it. And people, everybody would have bought it. And they'd make they more money. They could have stuck a hefty price tag on it and and they would have made a ton more money. Yeah. But instead they just decided to, to put improve in something, else. something yeah. they already because have. Because they know that layering on a bunch of stuff isn't going to give you right. the best results ultimately. And I really like Tatiana. She just did like a virtual training and I was listening to her and she's just very like, 
I mean, she's very confident, but she's very, like, matter-of-fact. She's right. just like, I don't want people putting all of this stuff on their right. face. I don't want to see inflammation. And we know that inflammation leads to pigmentation and aging and this. And she's like, so none of our products is going to cause inflammation. We're never going to have one of these huge, super, like, uh, exfoliating or, you know, whatever, because we don't want to see the inflammation. And she's just very much into, like, if the customer has a good experience, then they're going to stick with your line. And it pays off because, I mean, Revisions is one of our was our number two brand we sold last year. So that's awesome because I feel like now so many people are coming out with barrier repair items, you know, like you see like barrier and I'm like, well, how did your barrier get so jacked up to begin with? You know, like that if you stop trying to sell over exfoliating products and like inflammatory products like that, you wouldn't have to sell. You would have to have. And I, you know, I kind of like that everybody's coming out with barrier repair because it's oh, people like, need it. I mean, they need it, and it's like the new acid. Yes. It's like instead of, I mean, I cannot tell you the amount of emails and calls, DMs, whatever. I've got people will send me their routine, mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy cow. They're using acids like morning and night. and like, Morning and, and yes, like 50 every day. of them. They're yes. like, what's that? P50, whatever. Oh, yes. Like P50, and then they're using like an exfoliating cleanser, and then they're using like a scrub or this. And I'm like, and then they're like, I have horrible acne. And, and it's like your skin is freaking out. <laughs> and like, I mean, when your barrier is compromised, it's a feeding frenzy for yep, bacteria. Yep. Like you are a hundred percent going to have acne right. and inflammation and terrible skin. And, but I mean, and I get it too. Like when I have a breakout, like I'm just like, what can I put on right. to make it go away now? And you go like your go-to is like acids or like something that you feel like is going to like knock it out. And it doesn't, especially for me, it just makes it worse. Right. But now I'm like, good, have barrier repair stuff. People can get into that and be more familiar with compromised barrier than just like sticking on a bunch of peel pads or whatever. I mean, just multiple. I was watching somebody the other day and she was talking about her skincare routine and she uses a daily acid exfoliant for her toner in the morning. And then she uses an acid and a BHA toner at night. And I'm like, I... How do you have skin? Like, I just envision, like, you see those videos on Instagram (laughs) now where they, like, peel off a mask. And I just envision, like, your skin just peeling off. And I'm, I I over-exfoliated bad year before last. And my esthetician was like, don't put an acid on your face for six months. Like, just don't do it. Mm -hmm. Because I was having, I had these little tiny white bumps, like, all over my face. And they wouldn't go away. Yeah. And she was like, you are over-exfoliated. Like, your skin is ticked off at you. Yeah. Like, do not put it. And I didn't. And I and I haven't gone back to glycolic. I'll only use lactic. Yeah. Because I just can't. I will not do that to my skin again. No. I, I stopped all acids, too, because I really felt like I was almost, like, allergic to them. Like, something was going on. And I stopped all acids for oh, probably over six months. And then I added in glycolic, and then I added in something that had a little bit of salicylic, like, after I finished the glycolic one, and then it all went haywire again. I realized I think I have a sensitivity to salicylic. Acids still make me nervous. Yeah. I do use a glycolic now. The Truth Treatments one, um, their AHA mineral exfoliator, I'll use that maybe once a week because... Once I stopped them all, I started getting, like, bumps underneath my skin, like, on my chin right. or, like, on my temples and stuff. And I know it's just because, like, the follicle isn't, you know, it's not getting exfoliated. Not getting exfoliated so yeah. I just – I'm still working on finding, like, the perfect balance. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, I think everybody should be on some type of barrier repair because I can guarantee you everybody's, everybody's compromised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I get – I know I get people messaging me all the time, like, what should I use – and I know you do. I mean, if I have one, yeah. you've got like <laughs> 20 times more. 
So how do you even begin to recommend to someone virtually that you're not like looking at face-to-face? How do you even begin to recommend where they start? I mean, it's hard. It really is. And I mean, it's hard to recommend product for someone in person even, you know, and know with 100% confidence in work. I mean, what's funny is like, You've been in our product room now. Right. And so, like, I know the product room, like, right. back in my mind. So when someone recommends, like, a specific product, like, say they want, like, something for a scar that they're going to have or right. something, like, I literally, in my mind, will walk through <laughs> the right. room and go through all the brands and make sure I'm not, like, forgetting something or whatever. But most of the time, I have just, like, like, I have my real good go-tos that I know will work for all skin types that, you know, will they'll tell me their skin. And, like, I have ones that, like, I know will give them 100% results. And I usually will recommend starting on, like, one product or two products mm-hmm. or even, like, the trial system, or, you know, depending on what it is. Um, and having them get good results from that, seeing how their skin responds to it, and then slowly adding it in. And, you know, sometimes they're like, well, I want a growth factor and this and exfoliating serum and this and this and this. And I'm like, I get it. Like, that sounds like a great routine, but like, why don't we start here? And then let's see how it works. Right. And, you know, cause if you buy all of this stuff and you start all this stuff at one time, your skin's going to absolutely freak out. Well, and if it does, you're not going to know what caused it. We're not going to know yeah. what caused it. Yeah. And I mean, I have people all the time. They're like, I just had a reaction. I'm sure. And then I look at their order and they ordered 12 things. And right. I'm like, well, what did you start on first? And they're like, well, I started on all of it. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just back it up a little bit mm-hmm. and see what works. And I mean, sometimes once you go into it slowly, you're not going to have a reaction. Right. But I mean, if you start on everything, especially like medical grade skincare, because it's clinical skincare. And I mean, it, it's going to make an actual change right. in your skin and there's growing pains with that. And so you don't want to start a bunch of things at once because your skin's like, whoa, now what's right. going on? Right. Like, let's, let's crawl before we walk here. Exactly. So what does your skincare look like? Like, what is your routine look like on a day, <laughs> on a day-to-day basis? And then when you do get like new products, how do you decide which ones you're going to actually try? I mean, it's a struggle is real. <laughs> First world problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Skincare owner problems. Um, I I have like my basics. Like I told you about the tree treatments. I could do the right. trifecta with that. I mean, that's not going to change. I do that first step every morning. Um, and then I usually will put on a growth factor serum. I alternate between the TNS advanced serum mm-hmm. and the Neocutis Bioserum Firm. And then I usually will use maybe one serum or a serum moisturizer combo right now after that i've been using the Neocutis um bio cream firm which yep. i absolutely am obsessed with and i think it's probably gonna be one of the products i use for a million years and just side note on that i know everyone's got like big feelings about parabens mm-hmm. and things like that and i don't really i mean even when i was um touring the revisions lab last year I asked the, one of the the girl that was doing the tour. She's like one of the chemists. I'm like, what's your, like they literally had barrels of ingredients. Right. Like it was super cool. And I was like, what's your favorite ingredient? And she was like parabens. And I was like, and like <laughs> the, the marketing guy that was like with her on the tour, I thought he was going to pass out. <laughs> he's like, don't and say that. He was <laughs> like, what? And she was like, well, she's like, he's probably going to kill me after this. And she was like, but I mean, nothing that we used is going to work good and be stable. And we're not going to do it product. without parabens. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think parabens cause breast cancer. Right. I don't think parabens cause all this other stuff. But parabens, you know, are found in breast tumors. Right. And, you know, they. some people say they can be hormone disruptors and stuff like that. So when it gets into all that kind of stuff where it's like, is it bad? Is it not bad? I'm just like, if there's a chance it's bad, like, I would just rather not use right. it, you know? And so 
the old fire cream did have parabens in it and it did have like a couple other things. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like it kind of de- deterred me a little bit. Right. You know, so this new one has their peptides and the growth factor in the same percentages as their old. It was actually called their Micronite and then their BioCream without parabens and super clean. So I can see that being a favorite for a very, very So long you time. use that. If you used your Neocutis Biofirm, you would use the Neocutis Biofirm cream on top. Yes. Okay. So the CRM, I always wondered that too because I have the Biofirm cream and I'm like, well, do I need to use both or is that going to be like overkill or? The serum has almost five times the amount of actives. Okay. The, so the moisturizer is just a really good moisturizer and then it does have the um, growth factor and peptides in it too, but it's in like a quarter of the percentages okay. of the serum. So I mean, it's not going to give you the same results as the serum, but just even like the feel, like it's just a great, great moisturizer. Right. Like the feel of it is great. It's like super hydrating without being really heavy. The other one I love is like the Sente Dermal Repair Cream. And it's like, they're, I do like that one. Yeah. They're kind of the same texture to me, like lightweight, but really hydrating. Yeah. Especially in the winter. I love that right now. And then I use my IntelliShade like usual. Right. And then at night, I'm like a big bath person. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I'm a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I'm a pure redneck grandmother. <laughs> and I um, will use, I mean, I'll, use one of my million cleansers. I really like the Leolani like oil. Mm-hmm. I'll use that mm-hmm. and usually like um like the Sente soothing one or something afterwards. And then right I mean right when I get out of the bath, like when my face is still like steaming hot, I immediately put on my first serum because I know that your pores are open, it's going to do it. So I'll always put on a growth factor serum because I know those are the hardest to penetrate, penetrate. and do it best when your pores are open. So right now I've been using the anti Anti-age, I I still don't know how to say it right, serum right afterwards, and then their accelerator. Okay. Um, And then I will usually, right after that, I'll use the Elastin um, Skin Restorative. Complex. Mm-hmm. Complex serum, yeah. And so I use that, and then um, either the DEJ Night or the Sente um, Biocomplete Serum, I mean, cream, the intensive one. Um. And then like an eye cream. Okay. Call it a night. <laughs> so see, that is pared down. Like that to me, like four or five steps is pared down. Yeah. Because I used to legit do like 12 steps. Oh, me too. And I mean, there's some nights I'm in there. I'm just like, la di da 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 Let's just pile another yeah. thing And I'm on. like, I'm going to try this and this and this. And then there's other ones where like, I'll get out of the, I mean, when I go to the bath, no matter what, I'm going to put on a growth factor serum. Right. And then I usually will like try to let it sit for a while mm-hmm. and, um, like get dressed and I'll, you know, either go downstairs or do something. And then I'm like, oh crap, I gotta put on the rest of my thing. So like I'll just like slather the DJ on. So, well, because I mean, that's such a multi like use product, anyways. I feel like that's got everything you it's need. It's got in it. I can put on the DJ night and feel really good. Yeah. Just, even if I do just that. So I mean, there's like and then sometimes in the mornings I'm like in a really big hurry. And right. like I no matter what, I'm gonna do my little mix of my trifecta right. and I'm gonna slather on some sunscreen or right. something. So I mean I will run out of the house. But some, you know, like I said, some days I'm just like, I want to put on everything. And then that's like me every day. I'm like, I can be the most tired person in the world. And it could be three o'clock in the morning and I'm going to do every step of my skincare. Well, that's like, what is your problem? I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have to do it. I have to do it. But I mean, when new launches come out, I mean, most of them. I know about, obviously, before right. they come out. Like, the BioCream firm, like, I was, like, so excited. And, I mean, Neocutis is doing that with a lot of their products now. They had their Microline and their BioLine. Like, it was the gray one and the blue right. one. And the gray one was their um, 
micropeptides. So I w- when they came out with a micropeptide line, I was like, kind of had like a bad taste in my mouth about peptides because right. I had heard that they were too big to penetrate, a lot of stuff, even if you micronize them, nanonize them, whatever, like right. they're gonna be too big. And then we actually had a, one of our nurse practitioners at Bliza, she started on their micro serum and she was like, I mean, she had just had a baby. She hadn't really done anything. And she started really on just that. And she was like, I'm not kidding you. It's like, I got a facelift. Like it is the absolute best product I've ever used. Right. And I was thinking, well, I mean, you know, you just had a baby. Right. You got off of everything. Right. Like, is it really? And I remember I told like a rep from one of our other big brands that, and she was like, everybody says that about that product. And I was like, well, now I got to right, try it. Right. <laughs> and so it it gave an instant result. Like those micropeptides that they use, I mean, there's one in there that gives you an instant result and then the others that give you long-term results. So, I mean, their micro line was like already a huge success. Right. Obviously, their growth factor line is what they're known for. They actually, another side note, they came out with their micro line because um, they were about to change the regulations on human-derived growth factors right. in skincare. And obviously, they would have been wiped off. Right. So they came out with a peptide line because they were nervous that the regulation was going to change. Right. And they would have no skincare left. So now that it's pretty much a legit thing, they're not going to do right. that. Right, right. They're combining the two. So instead of having two different lines, they're going to have combine the technologies into one line. So they did it first with their Bio Serum Firm, Lumiere, now this. And then I heard next month, they're going to do it with my other favorite product, which is like the journey and the micro day. See, I don't think I've ever tried that. So now you haven't? I don't think so. Oh my gosh. It's I need like, to write down every product I try so I could go back to and them. it's going to be I a really physical. Oh, see, that's what matters to me. So it's going to, I'm such a snob when it comes to that. And I probably shouldn't be. And I understand that, but I no. will try it in a heartbeat if it's physical. It's phys- It's going to be a physical okay. and it's going to have the micropeptides and the growth factor in it. <gasps> I mean, it's going to be gangbusters. Yay. And the tint on it is like real, light and sheer so like a lot of people can use it it's not going to give you like a lot of coverage but it's not going to give white cast and everything so like i mean hopefully they can pull it off in a physical i feel like physical is such a hard it can be if it's not super tinted yeah unless yeah exactly and everyone's like i want a really good cosmetically elegant untinted physical sunscreen and i'm like it 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 doesn't doesn't exist exist because the the physical component is zinc yeah and I'm like, the tint is what gives it. So the darker it is, the more cosmetically elegant right. it is. But Okay, let's play a game. Okay. You want to play a game? <laughs> I love these. I'm going to name a few skincare brands. Okay. And you've got 2.5. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and I want you to tell me your favorite product from that brand. Not products. you got to narrow it down to one. Okay. Tell me your favorite product from each oh, gosh. brand. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Skin Medica. TNS Advanced. Okay. <laughs> Rib Vision. Intellishade Matte. Neocutis. Ah, let's go Bio Cream Firm. Okay. Sente. Dermal Press Contour. Jamarini. Duality. Elta MD. Elements. Actually, I'll take that back. My new favorite is their Restore. Tone. Their toner. Oh, I was I thought you were gonna say restore. That's oh. my new favorite. <laughs> Uh, Mandy's is LTMD Restore. Okay. <laughs> it is clinical. Proheal. Okay. That was very easy. <laughs> I don't have, I can't think, let me think if I can think of any other ins- truth treatments. The transdermal C. Okay. Serum. Elastin. Bio restorative. Firm. Okay. Okay. Not firm. That's near cute. It's complex. Bio- complex. Yes. 
They okay. all sound alike. All these names are alike. I, I even get them confused, especially <laughs> when I'm on the spot. The serum. The serum yeah, from yeah. Boston. Okay, that was fun. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. Okay. And I have a few questions okay. for you to kind of wrap everything up. What is in the future for Harbin House? What can we expect in 2021? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I decide today. I'm just kidding. Um, no, we have a lot of stuff coming up. And, I mean, I've hired a lot more people. We're doing a lot more promotions. And we're going to be doing a lot more patient education type events. Um, and so really just trying to work on the hardest part, which is educating on what like we were talking about like what to buy right and like we're gonna try to be breaking it down into like how to pick a moisturizer how to pick a retinol like how to pick different product types for your skin and get the most bang for your buck because i mean really if someone tries something and they don't like it then i'm out of business right you know so i mean i only if i recommend something that's not going to work for your skin then i don't have a job right you know? so we want everyone to like their skincare and like their skin and so we're going to focus a lot on that Obviously, a lot more podcast interviews Yay. and um, probably a lot more collaborations with uh, – we have some in the works with, like, some different dermatologists and things like that. So we're going to be doing that. Um, I'm hoping not to bring on too many more products, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple I have my eye Where on. Where I'm like, oh, my goodness, what are you bringing on? I know. So, I mean, it's it, – the struggle is real yeah. there. I'm like, I got to get some more space. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff upcoming for the year but I mean really I think everybody in 2021 is like going in a little tiptoeing well that's the last question like what what do you see the future of the skincare industry as a whole you know I think that obviously what I carry is medical grade primarily physician dispense skincare and I think we're going to see a lot more of that going online going to e-commerce I mean the ones that were hardcore we are only found in a physician's office you know had a hard time during COVID. I bet, yeah. Because everybody's closed. Right. And, you know, where all the other skincare companies were growing by 50%, 100%, they were out of business. And um, so I think that everyone's realized that you can't, you got to be online in some aspect, which I I like. I mean, I get why it's a good selling point to sell into a physician's office. If you can say, hey, they can only come back and buy this from your office. Exclusivity. Exactly. And a lot of, you know, physicians don't have e-commerce stores, so they want to sell something that they can only come back and buy. Right. So I, I get that angle, but I think that they've quickly realized that's not going to work mm-hmm. anymore. So I think we're going to see a lot more stuff going online. I think that we're going to see, like we were talking about, a lot more um, barrier repair, mm-hmm. you know, a lot more soothing type skincare versus like, let's burn the crap out of our right. skin and then figure it out later. I think we're going to see a lot more treatment type skincare, um, like at home treatments, mm-hmm. microneedling or, you know, things that are safe to do at home, um, peels or mask or whatever it is. Right. It's safe for the, you know, any consumer to do, but can be done from the home. I think right. that, I think that COVID really changed a lot about skincare that people aren't going in and getting treatments as much, or they're a little bit more wary of it, or they have to come up with the plan B if they can't. Um, and so I think we're going to see a lot more like LED type mm-hmm. light yep. stuff, um, you know, a lot more at home stuff. And I think that there's a lot of companies are feeling pressure now that everyone's going to have to do a lot more clinical trials, proving their products work, which I really, really like. Like yeah. I want to see the white papers on everything. And it really bothers me when I see 
skincare companies making claims that they can't back. Back up. Yeah. And I mean, even some of the ones I've sold before, they've made claims and I'm like, well, where's the study on right. that? And I'm like, I'm not going to make that claim for you. Right. And so I think that as consumers become more educated, it's forcing the skincare companies to become better. And I think that's going to play a lot into it, especially with how big it's taken off in social media and stuff. You can't just fake it till you make it anymore. You right. got to be able to back it up. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for thank like you. giving this me the fun. honor of interviewing <laughs> yeah. you. This is so much fun. I might not be going home. I should call Chad and be like, I'm going to stay for another week. <laughs> Good, please. <laughs> you can come stay at my house. Uh, thank you so much. And I really look forward to whatever this podcast has in store in 2021. Thank I think everybody enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better. So. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Courtney Broder from Herbin House. Follow us at the Beauty Formula Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. And tune in next week for more insights on influential beauty innovation.